As we gather this morning to examine the topic of compassion, I'm reminded of a story of a tavern that was being built in a town that until recently had been dry. A group of Christians in a certain church in the town opposed this. They began an all-night prayer meeting, asking God to intervene. Sure enough, after the all-night prayer meeting, lightning struck the tavern building and it burned to the ground. The tavern owner heard about the all-night prayer vigil that the Christians had started and the intention they had. And he brought a lawsuit, as is common enough these days, he brought a lawsuit against the church, claiming that they were responsible, that their prayers were responsible for the destruction of his tavern. The Christians also hired a lawyer, claiming that they were not responsible, that their prayers were not responsible for the destruction of the tavern. At the start of the trial, the judge was heard to say, no matter how this case turns out, one thing is clear. The tavern owner believes in the power of prayer. The Christians do not. The power of prayer. As we turn to consider the topic of compassion and the centrality of compassion in our lives and in our experience of God and in our faith lives, we turn and look at how do people commonly view religion in their faith. Common enough these days we view religion or faith, we can slip into the trap of viewing religion and our faith as an investment. Uh, we may have attended religion classes when we were younger. We may even still read the Bible. Uh, we try to teach our children to do good things and to be good. We may send them to religious education. We ourselves may remember to pray from time to time. We may have a pattern of going to Mass, going to the sacraments. Maybe our pattern isn't that good. Maybe we miss sometimes. Maybe we fall into patterns where we are away from church and away from God. Nonetheless, we may try to be good. We have good intentions. And we want to be honest. In many ways, when we practice religion, we feel, commonly enough, we slip into the trap that we should have broad returns. We should be able to measure the returns. And if the returns that come back to us, the things we expect when we practice religion, the good things, if they're delayed or if they're not what we expected when we get them, we tend to assess our faith. We troubleshoot our approach and we try to find a way to feel better spiritually. In the end, with faith, oftentimes we try to maximize our returns. We try to renegotiate the difficulties of life so that we can be more effective. Often enough, we evaluate our relationship with God based on how we're doing. We try to count up the blessings in one column and the rewards in another column. We look for God in the results rather than in the signs he provides. The investment return schema of looking for God is unpredictable. And at worst, it can become a, an entanglement, a kind of compulsive entanglement where we try to find out and evaluate how we are doing and how God is doing in our lives. That can lead to a lot of pain, can lead to a lot of programmed results. We can try to see how we're doing, see how God's doing, and if we don't get the results we want, our, our practice falls off. Our practice of the faith begins to suffer. We feel that our relatives should be doing okay. Our children, they should be off drugs. They should be on a payroll. We feel that we ought to feel secure in our relationships. We feel that our revenue should always exceed our expenses. When our loved ones get sick or we hear that terrible word cancer crackle through the phone, 
We feel that God should heal it, take care of it immediately. And if we have practiced and been there and been faithful, then God should deliver. God should make all the tests come out okay. We believe the retirement we dreamt of is the retirement we should have. We believe if we volunteer at the soup kitchen, our things should be safe, our life should be well paved. The life of faith, we should be able to count our returns. Our tendency to look for results when we practice the faith, our tendency to look for results can easily sabotage our relationship with God. Because if we look for the results, it's about my control. It's about my control of what I do and even what God does. But when we turn to the Bible, when we turn to the Scripture,